Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I think we are at number 24, but hey, we don't really know. That's okay too. <laughs> We're hoping for the best here. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. So in last week's episode, Ashley, you had an opportunity to ask me a question that I didn't know was coming. And so as we were about to hit record, I was like, oh, I'm going to do the same thing to you. Okay. You all set? I'm, yeah, I, I think. I'll let you know after I hear it, I guess. Yes. Totally. Totally, totally. So, Miss Ashley, I happened to see a picture on your Instagram where one of your clients was in the water on a rafting thing, <laughs> doing her Reiki treatment. Yes. Correct. Correct. And I might have even seen maybe a sunset situation going on. <laughs> yes. Something like that, right? Yes, yes, yes. All of the, these are true. So this is a two-part question. The first <laughs> question I have is, A... Where did the inspiration for that come from mm-hmm. is the first part of the question. B, if somebody is listening to this and is like, hell yes, I want to do that too. How do they do that? And then I guess it's three parts. And then the <laughs> C part of it is, did you have to swim to get out to her? How did that all like work out? Like I'm just trying to imagine the logistics of you getting there to do the rest. <laughs> did you do the Reiki like in your bathing suit or like how did that all work out girl? I love every single bit of this. Okay so the first part of the question was how did that inspiration. Yeah the yes. inspiration. So I've actually so our property is it's tree filled. We there's a pond there's a river that comes across the back. That's one of the magical things about kind of what I do is the location is so breathtaking. It completely removes you and it puts you in, and this is my favorite part, it puts you in every single element. When I do Reiki, I truly believe that the four elements, earth, air, water, and fire are healing elements. And that's why when we say to other people like, oh, she is totally in her element. That's what we're talking about. Interesting. I've never really like connected those two, but that's what that means. But we say that, that, right? Like, oh, she is in her element or he is in his element, right? And that means that they are completely absorbed in what they're doing and it's really good for them, Mm -hmm. right? And so your element is fire. Mine is air. So for you to be completely in your element means that you're connecting in that way, right? Mm -hmm. Same for me. Anyways, so... The inspiration has actually come, I've heard many clients say it to me, they're like, oh, you should do Reiki down by the water, that'd be so awesome. And I'm like, uh-huh, but really just thinking, so many bugs. <laughs> so what's going through my head? I'm like, oh, the logistics of it seem really large and big and okay, yeah, yeah, it would be great, right? More of an idealistic thing. And Jen, I have been with Jen, so she's the girl who came to me with this and she is amazing she's incredible she's been a client of mine for a long time she's the one who's like take these pictures like okay thank you sure um she's very open so i know that i can speak about her on the podcast and she will be fine with it but anyways so she said to me i want to do a sunset reiki down by the pond and i first thing i said to her was there's too many bugs and she's like um well i have a i don't know what it's called the thing that like repels bugs and i got thinking about it we have many citronella candle things, torches. They're, they're torches is what they are. And we have found that they actually work. Everything else we have ever tried does not work. So my husband gets eaten by bugs all the time. But when we sit out on the deck, he lights those up and he's fine. So anyways, I'm like, okay. So Cam's like, you can take those down to the dock. So I'm like, there's my fire. 
awesome. Okay. It's going to, and it did. I think Jen got one bug bite. I didn't get any. She got one on her arm. Anyways, so she's like, I want to have a sunset Reiki on the pond. I'm like, okay. So once I decided, yes, we're doing this, it was everything rolled into place so perfectly, so magically, so easily. And I was like, okay, sorry, universe. I know that you've been talking about this for a while. I'm going to show up now. Um, but yes, so sunset, we checked the sunset time and because of where we live, there's lots of trees. So we actually bumped it up a tiny bit because the sunset happens earlier when there's trees involved. Um, but yeah, so she came and it was just, it was on, um, we used a gravity chair. Eventually I would like to get, um, like a portable bed, but right now, just the way that it's working out, she was sitting on this gravity chair, blanket under, blanket over, pillow, the torches around her and the sun coming down. It was just sheer magic is the way, is the best way that I can describe it. And there's fish jumping. Like I asked her after, I'm like, did you hear those? She's like, yes, but it didn't disturb me. It only enhanced the situation, right? So there's different birds and different sounds and to be literally on top of the water. It felt like when I'm in the bunkie is so, it has a sense of magic about it as well. But being on the water was just, it was, it was pure magic. Yeah. And in the bunkie is beautiful because the water is right there. The pond is just down the hill. Um, in the winter, there's the fire going, right? So there's that element of fire. So the air is breezing through right now, especially in the summer, the way that it comes through the windows. You can mm-hmm. feel that gentle I breeze. I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. okay, I want to do it. Yeah. So somebody else probably listening probably wants to do it. <laughs> it is. It is beautiful. It's incredible. I forget the next question, though. (laughs) The second question was if somebody's listening and they want to do it. Uh, Okay, so I'll be completely honest. It's pure magic. It's fun. It's a little more expensive. And so when somebody says to me... Worth the experience. Okay, so when people say to me, like, well, why does it cost more? It's the same amount of hour. Like, it's an hour. It's the same thing. But it's the experience. It's the experience. And to be perfectly honest, it's prime time in my house. Mm -hmm. My kids are going to bed. My husband's managing three kids, right? So for me to take that time and to be in an element where I have to probably... You don't need to justify your price, baby. I know. But yes. Anyways, so... It's more money because it's fucking awesome. You don't need to. Yes. And so so Jen, after she just like sat up and she was like... (sighs) Like... Everything had just completely released and it was, we sat there and a little bit dew covered, like we were both a little bit dew covered and just, that was part of the magic too, right? Like more water. Mm-hmm. sitting on us. It was just, oh, yeah. So three, did you guys swim out in your bathing suits? No, it was on the dock. So we have two, okay. so we have the dock and we also the have dock. the raft. Oh, you're thinking of the, the raft. Sure. In the pictures, it looked like the raft. Maybe it was just the angle. Oh. Maybe I, I took one from the other side of the pond, oh, so maybe just the way that the the, way that the reeds and everything were kind of lined up. But okay. no, we uh, we didn't do it on the raft. We did it on the dock. Well, it's just a lot, a lot smarter and safer. <laughs> like, you guys swam out there. You Your picture me out there, my bathing. Well, that's exactly where my brain was. Soaking wet, like, trying to relax. And I was like, like did she go out in her bathing suit? 
like uh, maybe I'll have to relook at the picture again. Maybe I was drunk within a picture. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, okay. so no, we actually oh, did it on the dock thing. and it's perfect. It was just I can't even describe it. And so I have a little tablet thing mm-hmm. that came down. So we had the music going and just Amazing. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Sign me up. Sign okay. me up. All right. That's so cool. Yeah. So, and the tricky part is right now it's it's very it's a limited time yeah because right? it's going to be cold as fuck soon ah, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it but yeah, we are looming in on fall so uh, it is uh, yeah but it was and so she came to me and was like I want to do this and mm-hmm. I was like I was hesitant at first right mm-hmm. um, but I was like get the hell out of your comfort zone girl just do it get the hell out of your comfort zone what do you have to lose and I said that to her Jen is a very safe client of mine mm-hmm. um we've been together for a long time and we both knew like she's like if it's total bust we just go up to the monkey right so yeah, that safe that, place yeah. of just like if this sucks and we get eaten alive we move right which kind of um felt really good moving into that space I guess so yeah, mm-hmm. so that is now a service that Soul Purpose offers, I guess. That's it's amazing. Sunset uh, Reiki. And would you be offering that every day of the week? like Or like, well, weekdays, I mean, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Or would it only be on certain nights of the week? It's only certain nights of the week. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well. We're still in a place where I have a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one, or almost oh, two-year-old. And so nights of the week are really special. And so I do yeah. have to limit it a little bit. Yes. Totally. Do you know what nights that's going to be there? I'm hoping that it's Tuesday, Wednesdays. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, and if I need to expand from there, I am certainly happy to reach out and move that into that place. Um, But as a starting point, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool how that's evolving for you. And isn't it interesting when you ask the clients, what is it that you really want? And they say things like mm. that. It's so easy to be like, oh, the logistics of that. I don't know if that would work out. It's so easy to fall into that versus listening to our clients and saying like, oh, okay, I could probably create a service or a product or something that fulfills that need for you. So I think that's so beautiful that you've stepped into that bit. For sure. And I think one of the things that comes through with that is doing what we ask clients to do every single damn day. We ask them to get out of their comfort zones. Mm -hmm. We ask them to push beyond where they are comfortable right now, the place that they are. And so when she came at me with this, I was like, oh, girl, you can't not. (laughs) Right. I, I had some hesitancy at first, which is pretty normal. Right. Like, oh, that seems like a lot. Or, oh, I don't know if I have the resources for that. Or, oh, I don't know if I fucking want to. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just about me not wanting to be outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think pushing beyond that was and you know this and I know this. That is where a lot of magic does happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Is outside of that comfort zone. That's when we see transformation. Mm-hmm. That's when we see growth. That's when we see movement forward. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to your life, what are you doing right now to push outside of your comfort zone? Mm, great question, babe. I, mean, I was going to say, too, happy to answer that question, but I would also say, let's talk about the self-talk that you have to put into your brain mm-hmm. when you're in that uncomfortable space. Because I don't know if that's something that you use often, but that's something that I find incredibly powerful. So right now, comfort zone. 
I really want to be able to do a fucking handstand. So, ah. which maybe, is that it? my comfort zone? I don't know, but I'm not very good at it. So I, the thing that's outside of my comfort zone associated with it is that as it's happening, I just want to be good at it right now. And so my handstand coach guy, he keeps on being like... I love that you have a handstand coach guy. <laughs> that is so awesome. But he keeps on being like, you gotta do the drills. You gotta do the blah, blah, blah. And I keep wanting to just go to like, do the handstand. I just want to be able to do the handstand. So I do mm. kind of like bypass and do the the parts I'm not supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be just doing my drills. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so the uncomfortable spot is like, I want to be so good at it, but I'm just not there. So the uncomfortable spot is sitting in the A, shit's burning when it's happening. And it's like, fuck you, know, for five more seconds. Yeah, all your muscles are burning. It's really fucking uncomfortable. And like, as it's happening, and I get rug burn, I fall, all these things happen to me mentally. I'm like, okay, this is really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. All the blood's rushing to my head. Obviously, it's not. It's cool, but, like, you don't feel cool when it's happening because no. everything's fucking burning, right? And you don't feel cool in the process. No. and like, You want to be cool at the end when you can do a handstand. Okay. Yes. But you don't feel cool as you attempt. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, my knees all cut up from my red burns and, like, um, just bruises all over my body. I look like a hot mess. <laughs> I don't have clothes on. Anyways. So, it's... As it, so that's it for sure. But then the uncomfortable part for me is also just doing the fucking drills. I don't want to do the drills. I don't like I do. I'm like, oh, obviously I have to do it. It's kind of like doing reps. But the uncomfortable spot is like just sitting there in the like, oh, I just want to be there spot. Um, so that's the most pressing thing I think right now um, that's coming up. So from a self-talk perspective, I think so often it's like for me as it's happening and things are burning and I want to give up, I'm like, girl, you can do five more seconds. So I'll be like, okay. And I think as we're sitting in so many of those uncomfortable spots, it's like, I can do anything for five more seconds. Mm -hmm. I can do anything for maybe seven more seconds. Yeah. So I think this with wall sits or any of those sorts of exercises where it's like even a plank, it's like, okay, break it off in five seconds. I can do this for five more seconds. Yes. Right. Your muscles are shaking. Your mind wants to give up. You can do it for five more seconds. One, two, three four, five. And as it's happening, it's like all of a sudden, holy shit, I just did that for a minute. Yes. And so I think so often the uncomfortable self-talk is not getting out of it, sitting in the uncomfortable, letting the muscles shake, letting the mind say, girl, get out of this scary situation. You should be afraid right now. And all of those thoughts are popping in. And instead of acting on those thoughts that are popping in, it's like, oh yeah, you're there. I feel you. Holy shit. My quads are burning. Oh, this really hurts. But if we don't act on the thoughts and we're just like observe the thoughts as being there versus something oh, that we have to act on. You are singing my song, girl. I love it. Yes. Totally. Because mm -hmm. thoughts, people think that like, oh, I just wish that I didn't think like that. Girl, you're still going to think like that. Those thoughts are yes. still going to show oh, up. Oh my gosh. You're still going to want the ice cream. You're still going to want to not do one more rep. All yeah. of those thoughts, they are not going to go away. And that's it's okay. The, it's okay. The action is what matters. Yes. Pop in. Cool. You're human. Yes. Shit happens. It's okay. It's the action that happens after the thought that matters most. Totally. Oh, my goodness. I, oh, you are. So I am somebody who has struggled with intrusive thoughts. Mm, yes. That's yes, yes. been part of my leading down this path. I'm actually very grateful for all of my intrusive thoughts, but not at the moment, or not in that moment I wasn't. Um, but I had to learn truly that we are not what we think. 
-hmm. A thought is literally poof, nothing. And it's interesting because as somebody who comes from a deep soul belief in manifesting, thoughts, I guarantee you, are nearly nothing. Right. And there's lots of people who think, oh, what you think about, you bring about. And that might be like a tiny snippet of truth, but mostly not. What you feel about is what you bring about. Mm. And so if you feel anxious, I love that. I love that. yeah, if you feel anxious, you bring more things connected to anxiety into your life. Mm-hmm. Right. If I think about and this would never happen, but if I thought about like, I don't know, murdering all of Australia, which A, not possible, B, hilarious, because what are you doing, (laughs) right? But that thought doesn't make me a criminal. Mm -hmm. That thought doesn't make me bad. It doesn't make me inhuman. It means that my stupid fucking brain decided to have a stupid fucking thought. End of. Poof. Gone. Nothing. I can think about flowers sitting on my table. Are they there? Nope. Poof. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the, what we think to be true or our core beliefs are really just thoughts. And some of them make us feel really shitty. Some of them make us feel really good. Some of us make us feel anxious. But really, the thoughts themselves mean nothing. The trick is our thoughts can make us feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So if I think that I'm a bad person, for having this thought. I've created a judgment that I'm awful. I'm unworthy. I should go to jail. I'm terrible. When really I haven't ever acted on that thought. So there's no, right? So let's say if you think about cheating on your husband, well, you didn't cheat on your husband. Mm -hmm. So until you act upon that, there's nothing there that makes you convictable basically right there's nothing that's actually happened and so I think that piece of the action is the only place that matters Mm -hmm. and so if you're listening and you're thinking or you're wanting or you're moving into a place of change know that the actions that you have are more important than any thought, any thought about, I can't do this. Why am I trying to do this? I'm unworthy. Those thoughts are all nothing. If you get up and you go for a walk, that shows you that the thought that you can't exercise is a fucking lie. Mm -hmm. And we lie to ourselves all the damn time Mm -hmm. with our thoughts. You're a bad person. Really? Every single person on this planet who thinks they're bad mostly isn't. Every person who thinks they're unworthy mostly isn't. Mm -hmm. It's just a crappy thought pattern that's on repeat. Mm -hmm. And so it's about starting to behave in ways regardless of our thoughts. And that's what you're talking about is I'm going to continue to plank Mm -hmm. even though my thoughts are burning a hole in my head saying stop, 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 stop. And you're like, okay, I'll stop in five seconds. I'll stop in five seconds. I'm going to continue to behave in this way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's so much power lies in our actions, but we stop because of the way our brain convinces us we need to behave based on a thought. We don't need to behave based on a thought. And I would say as it's happening, and I think a lot of people really struggle with this piece, Ashley, is as it's happening, it's like, 
you're burning, everything is so intense. If you just thought for a second, the opposite of like, I can't stop. If you literally told yourself, it is not possible for me to stop in this Mm -hmm. moment, whatever you need to tell yourself, you need the exactly same thing with those negative, like your negative thoughts or perseverance thoughts. Like, so what happens a lot for me when I'm doing something, it's like, I just imagine that like, I have no other option. It is not possible for me to give up right now. It is not, even though you want to, but it's interesting as Mm -hmm. that shows up, like, Oh, you really want to give up. If you just are trying to retrain your brain as it's happening. If you imagined that you could not give up, your body will eventually give up, but it's your mind that you need to tell, like it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Or like even with food stuff, if you told yourself I'm allergic to that food, I cannot eat it. Or it just, it's, it's, I think people could accomplish a lot more by having that kind of thought pattern of mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking that I can't do that thing. But I should be telling myself that, like, it's not that I can't fail. I can't give up right now. And I think a lot of people just aren't willing to go there, right? Of, like, oh, my God, everything fucking hurts. I'm so fucking cold. Everything, like, and, but, yeah. And that's, that's what I like to call flipping your thoughts upside down. Okay. You take, you take a thought and you literally turn it on its head. Hmm. So right. So what you're saying is, you could go to this place of like, I can't do anymore. You're like, I can't not do anymore. Exactly. I must do more. I can't stop Mm -hmm. this from happening. Right. And so we can flip a thought on its head completely if we choose to. Mm -hmm. Right. So people don't know that they have that fucking power, though. Okay, people, you have that power. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. Now you know, but you got to fucking do it. Yes. Right. And that's the thing that I think we, we let our thoughts run rampant Mm -hmm. and think we don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And if you have OCD, maybe you don't, (laughs) but I have learned and you, you do, and you can flip it. Right. And so when I go back to that, like all of Australia, instead, if I flip that whole thought on its head today, I just choose to love all of Australia. I know you think something else, but I'm going to flip you on your head and I'm going to send every single person, every single tree, every single morsel of Australia love. love. Right. And I'm just like completely shove that thought up its own ass. That's basically what happens there. Take the anal, baby. <laughs> right? And I just think, like, I can't even, Sorry. No, nor should you. Ooh, that was a, yeah. Just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> Usually that's me telling her to just breathe, so it's a good reversal. Hey, you're just flipping it on his head, sending totally. it right back to me. Nice. Totally um, yeah, I think there's so much beauty in anal. I mean, no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't even know where we're going with that. Sorry. Yeah. I just felt like I need to drop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, toss that lightness in there. That was yeah. good. That was good. Good. But yeah, so bringing that back to the sunset Reiki, I had to get out of my own thought patterns. I had to flip it on its head. And something that I was resisting just went, this is going to be fucking great. And, and as soon as I know, and then as soon as I was like, okay, yeah. we're doing this and I want to, mm-hmm. it was just magic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's, there's so much beauty in getting out of your comfort zone. 
Totally. 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 And I think even with the comfort zone, I feel like you need to do it. It's not like this big thing all of the time. I think it's like the little things. It's like trying the, okay, you always go to a restaurant. You always get the same thing because it always tastes amazing and you love it. Mm-hmm. Getting outside your comfort zone is trying the thing that you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like that thing, but just doing it. Yes. Okay, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I like shrimp. I think I've always hated shrimp. Getting outside your comfort zone is like, I'm going to order shrimp tonight. I'm going to try it and just doing that, right? And so I think even in those daily moments when you're like, want to do the comfortable, you want to do the familiar, you want to do the thing that you always do, I think it's so magical to try the things that you wouldn't normally do or yeah just expose yourself to those situations I mean kids do a really great job of it but I think as adults we need to do the same shit that kids are doing so often with that stuff right and so for you do you have the incident by the pond but is there anything else in your world that you feel like you're actively stepping outside your comfort zone and doing or stepping outside your comfort zone intentionally to to uh get better at or yeah I guess there is um one of the big things that I'm and I've talked about this before and I I do I deeply struggle with this is going to bed in good time so I can get up early and work out that is like the struggle of my morning is so many people can relate to that I'm I'm sure of it right like I just I for me, when my kids go down, I just want to have a glass of wine with my husband, sit, relax. Maybe we watch a show. Maybe we sit out on the deck, whatever it is. Um, and so it seems tricky for me to give that up to wake up in good enough time to kind of make sure that I get that piece in because that piece is so imperative to the success of my day. So I feel like I'm working through a trade-off. I feel like that's my... You can fucking have both, girl. <laughs> but I'll be but so tired. <laughs> in your brain, this is what I actually think it is. I think you need to function on less sleep. And okay. I think the uncomfortable part of you and the comfort zone for you is seeing... What getting less sleep on a consistent basis looks like, feels like. Because in your moment of waking up, you don't want to fucking get out of bed. I don't. 100% but you don't. need to bite the bullet in that comfort zone. Stay up late-ish. Okay. Right? Still have the wine. Do whatever the fuck you want to do after that. But still make your ass get out of bed at the same time every day and do that. And once you get that groove going, your internal clock will automatically do it, right? right? But you need to sit in the uncomfortable zone in the morning when you're like, fuck, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> but literally, if Coralie needed you to do something, you would get your ass out of bed and you'd fucking do it. 100% right. So you need to be in the mindset of like, if I want to fucking do this, I just need to get up consistently at the same time or relatively at the same time. It doesn't right. need to be like exactly at five. Yes. Or exactly at six or whatever, whatever that is. But it's, you need to be sitting in the uncomfortable zone of I'm a little bit tired right now. Okay. I'm a little bit. So that's my challenge for you. Okay. And the person listening, that's your challenge for you too. Okay. <laughs> like, could I function on six hours sleep and be okay? And it's so funny because I did. Oh my God. I did. I've got three children. I've got got three children. I have functioned on less sleep, but now I'm, now that I don't have to in my brain, what I need to tell my brain is I have to, you literally have to, you have no other fucking choice. Yes. And And if you did that. Yes. That's my, so yes. Okay. That's uncomfortable. Okay. 
Starting well, in August. Helps. And you know what helps? <gasps> you know what helps with that is you need to make your bed less comfortable. Ooh. You need to sleep in the oh, left. No. Or, or, I mean, you can train your brain. You can train, you can totally train your brain and just do that. It's an emergency. My children need me brain exercise. But the other thing that happens is if your bed is really freaking comfortable. And mine is. Mine is wildly comfortable. Wildly comfortable. Yeah. So, how can you make your sleeping environment slightly less uncomfortable? Slightly less comfortable. Well, okay. So, what I'm thinking is I just need to put my alarm clock in the bathroom. Or in the kitchen or somewhere that like... You have to get out of there. Yes. The other trick that I have done, so I've I've had some success. I want you all to know I have had some success. Um, The other trick that I've had, and it comes back to that like doing the unorthodox, I guess, is... I normally I'm like, oh, I like to just get up and sit and have a coffee. And I can't do that if I'm going to work out in the morning. I just drink coffee while I work out. That's not right. But like, that's it. What? See, I did not know that. People have like fucking Tim Hortons cups. I'm like, oh my God, I should probably have a protein shake or be drinking water. I was like, nope, it's coffee today. And that's my new normal. Like if and when I can get a workout in, I'm like... I take coffee down there and like on my rest for 10 seconds, that's when I'm like, chug, 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 chug. Okay. Where are the barbells? <laughs> right? Totally. So I think it's, for me, sometimes it's about finding that strange thing that maybe isn't what I would picture. It's outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you say it's totally normal. It's totally normal. Okay. Literally like everybody's like doing their cardio with like Tim Hortons cups or okay. Starbucks cups or okay. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally normal. Okay. Well, there you have it. I'm totally normal, everybody. You heard it from Well, Anne. you're totally <laughs> normal for, like, the weird gym people who hang out in Minecraft. Oh. Uh, um, okay. All right. So what's okay. happening in your life? I want to challenge you with something. All right. What? What's happening in your life that you're finding to be outside of your comfort zone? Aside from the handstands, I can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can hold your feet. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? I didn't think of what's the handstand's a big one. Um, comfort zones. Hmm. Mm. You know me. So what do you think? What do you think from what you know from me? Do you think I'm doing maybe that I'm not recognizing? Maybe okay. that's what's having comfort zone or I don't know. Sleep more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna take what I have and flip it on its head and say it's yeah, your challenge. No. Yeah. Um. I think for you, it's doing less. Mm, I feel like in summer, I feel like I, I'm doing a lot less. I feel like I'm barely working, but... No, maybe, I don't mean with work. Like doing less in my life, doing less around the house, doing less. I think for you, it's stepping back a little bit and not always being the take charge person. Okay. And letting somebody else call that shot or make that call um and I know that you're I think you can do that very easily I think you can be like okay sure um but I think you naturally lead mm-hmm. and so, so your challenge outside my comfort zone is to just not do that is that what you th- is that what you're proposing yes okay to be second fiddle a little bit okay okay Mostly in the dynamic within the house, would you say? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wrap that train. Okay. All right. I think the I think the thing that comes up for me though is I feel like how does that how does that how does that go? I think you naturally decide what's happening for the day, mm-hmm. 
And so instead going, what are we doing for the day? And kind of stepping back a tiny bit Mm -hmm. from that leadership, because you naturally can, by, by leading, you naturally control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. And so by having that control, you feel safe. You feel like you know what's happening and it's structured based on what you've decided. Mm-hmm. And so by releasing a little bit of that control and letting, let's say, for example, your husband um, take that lead and you follow a little bit, I think is outside of your comfort zone. I don't think it will be, I think you can do it without um, much difficulty, but I think it will have to be a conscious choice because you naturally fall into that leadership role. Mm-hmm. And I think it, would, it will have to be a natural when asked to do it, mm-hmm. like stepping back and saying no a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I think because I've always done it, I think it will be, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I think we play it out. Yeah, I'm down for it. Okay, so August is going to be interesting, people. We'll keep you posted. Sure. I'm going to be tired, and Ange is going to uh, step back a little. Just let it be. And it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because I do feel like I'm very. I think you you nailed it, but I think it's with the control piece. I think it's uh, get there then can not have control kind of thing. Oh my goodness. Totally. I know we're going here and we're doing that thing, but yeah, just allowing in the dynamic of the relationship for somebody else to plan that out. Cause it's honestly, I don't care if you plan. I just want something to happen. So if you are not going to plan, I'm just going to plan because totally, but I think it'll be interesting to even extend that out to your children. Mm -hmm. Theodore, what do you want to do right now? Or like, mm, if you like get to do that. I feel like do you? Do yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we do that a lot with the kids. Okay. Then that's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, what do you think, girl? I, I like this one is a little bit ten minutes shorter, but I feel like we're kind of at a natural, natural closing point here. Think? Yeah, I think right. we're. I think we're there. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I mean, if you're listening to the episode and you're thinking of ways in which you might want to step outside your comfort zone, um, we welcome your thoughts and. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Always. Sounds good. All right. That's a wrap, baby. Bye, guys.